show about the matters of the church. We're going to be talking with uh, Tim Berg about uh, our Honduras, uh, the spaghetti fundraiser for that. And then we have our, our, our sidekick, Kirk, and any other topics. And anyone else who may join in, we'll see. Tonight's still young. Joining me, as I said, Kirk Bailey and Tim Berg. Hello there. Good evening, Thomas. Tim. Howdy, howdy. Tim? This is good. Can you hear us? I can. Excellent. Uh, we had a little delay earlier for anyone wondering if there is a delay. There was. We're good now, though. Uh, well, Tim, we're going to talk about a few things, uh, and you can always hang out with us uh, however long you want. Um, we're going to talk first about Honduras, the spaghetti fundraiser, but then we're going to also talk about, you know, kind of how there's a how personal meaning to you as well uh, and, and kind of the, the legacy you're trying to continue for that. So kind of jumping right in, uh, and we pull up the right uh, the right slide here. Um, so Spaghetti Fundraiser is this Sunday. It's drive-through pickup. It's going to be from 12 to 2. And it's wow. donation-based. And Absolutely. anything else to add to that? Well, we just want you to spread the word to everybody in the community that this is a great opportunity to come out and have a great meal. But also for the fact that what we're doing this fundraiser for, and that's to send our team um, to Honduras and to help continue to raise the funds for what we're doing down there, which is we're going to be um, packaging 6,000 meals during the week that we're in Honduras to benefit the work of Oswaldo and Rosie um, Herrera and their mission work that they do in Honduras. So Tim, um kind of walk us through this is a this is a kind of a personal mission for you as well given given what your father had also you'd told told us earlier that your father had a, had a mission similar to this or his 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 ministry was was based on feeding people um action ministries houston um fed people in the city of houston as well as um people throughout the united states and the world um one of the facets of the ministry um, is food packaging and for a short time due to health concerns and issues that dad was having we had to cut off the uh the food packaging part of the ministry but all the way through his life we uh we fed people in houston but the food packaging is really special in that this food has helped people throughout the world um the, the work that was done uh with the food packaging literally was sent to people all over the world as well as people here in our our own state and throughout the united states during times of great need such as hurricanes disasters those type of things and the beauty of this package is is the package feeds um six people per individual package and can be stored up to six months at a time one of the things that the dad did was he researched the material very thoroughly and uh, worked with another gentleman um, by the name of Eldon Tracy out of Missouri. And he and Eldon spent a lot of time in the research of the packaging and then the product that they were putting it in. I can't disclose who it is that does our protein product for us, but I'll just say that uh, you have all probably bought from this company, but they actually do the packaging um, the protein product for us for their cost 
and they don't charge us anything above head to uh, to make the, the protein package that goes into these meals. And this is work that you've probably seen in the area. I know that there's some organizations locally that have done some of this, but this is really special to me because right before dad passed away, he, uh, he felt the need to get back into the food packaging. And so he ordered all the equipment to, uh, to make this a reality again. So he was very specific in me, to me about where the equipment was and how to use it. And we had a lot of conversations in the last days of his life about, about this very event. And then uh, about a year ago when Oswaldo was up with Rosie um, to visit our church and some other churches in the area, I kind of ran the idea by Oswaldo because they do a lot of food uh, preparation and distribution out in their area. They go once a week to areas in Honduras um, that the specific areas that we have been to is a road is a road that uh, it's very destitute. A lot of the people there are involved in prostitution. Um, there are children, there's dumps that we go to that literally the people come up out of the dump to receive a hot meal. There are other areas that we go to that uh, the, the figure of a man um, that was literally so bent over, he had a hard time crossing the street, but he came to get this meal. And what I've noticed over the years is God is faithful. And God's faithfulness comes through in watching this large bowl of rice and beans be handed out all afternoon, and it seems like it never dissipates. And, you know, we are oftentimes very, very blessed here in the United States to have more than what we could ever imagine. And to watch God be faithful to those people and faithful to Oswaldo and Rosie and their preparation and their work. It's really more Rosie that has developed this part of the ministry down in Honduras because she had such a heart for the people and the fact that they weren't able to eat the way they needed to. And so how does our food packaging go along with that? Well, we're not gonna tell Oswaldo and Rosie how to, how to distribute the food, but one of the things that we talked about is that as they go out and give a hot meal away, they can pass out these packages as well. So rather than just getting one hot meal in a week, we are now able to give them packages that they can distribute to people so that they can have several hot meals in a week. And how is that going to be beneficial to the people? Well, it's beneficial because if you, uh, if you're getting the proper vitamins and proteins that you need, then your health is better and they're able to work harder and they're able to do more things. Um, some of the work that we've actually seen around the world or administered in Houston is the fact that people have been amazed at the, the improvement of eyesight. And it has to do with the, the supplement that's put into the package, but that supplement helps with their vision and doctors have confirmed this. Um, 
but it's it's just such a great ministry and opportunity and it's one of these things that we see not only going to Honduras and doing, but it's something that we can be doing here at home as well. So the ministry and the work that we're going to do down there is going to be carried back here as well. We hope to be able to have groups that go down in the future on a pretty consistent basis to help do the food packaging there, but also groups here doing food packaging that will be able to help school children, senior adults. Um, we just had the, the situation in which we had a tornado down in Salado. We could have carried these type packages in there and people aren't having to worry about creating this huge meal, but they have food that sustains them for a period of time. And listen, the Bible tells us that, uh, that we're to feed the people. And and I know for a fact that if, if a person's stomach is hungry, they can't hear the word of God. Because it's hard for them to overcome the physical hunger to quench their spiritual and And that's really what the ministry we did in Houston was based on. So, Tim, um, question I have is, you know, kind of going back even further on the. So that's why that's why we're, we're going to Honduras this time. And this is a, what we're doing. We have a bit of a delay there. Um, so the question I have is what, um, you know, talk us through the, the this mission process um, for those who may okay. be newer to the church within the last, um, you know, three, four years. Kind of walk us through what what the church does uh, in Honduras. Okay, well, Oswaldo has been in Honduras now, I believe it's around 27, 28 years. Uh, he came as a as a Mexican missionary to Honduras. Um, there are over 12 churches that that he has started in that area and he trains pastors and he preaches himself in these churches and he disciples people there. How we came to be a part of all of this down there is I have a good friend by the name of Andrew Pratt that is a missionary that Andrew actually goes with us on our trips as an interpreter. But I, Andrew introduced myself to Oswaldo and the ministry he was doing that way. Oswaldo was not supported by any mission group, any specific organization. Everything that he receives, God provides for him through people like us that come and see what he's doing and, and gives to the work. And a little over five years ago, we began our commitment to, to the Herreras and their ministry down there. Um, we went down on our first trip several years ago, and I'm going to just tell you, I've been on over 20 mission trips, and to see the work that he's doing there and the integrity that they have and uh, the vision he has for the people of Honduras is just absolutely amazing. And and God is doing such great things down there. Um, one of the things that we've been able to do while we were down there is to do uh, training sessions for the pastor. Um, the first year, 
uh, Harlan and I did uh, a pastoral training. Um, and then the next year, Chris was able to do one and Harlan and I are, are working on another one for this year. Oswald really pours into his pastors so that they can pour into their people. And so they don't have seminaries like we do. So these type of trainings are so important to be able to help them. But not only do they do that, but they do the feeding and they do ministry work all throughout the, the year. And the doors that God has opened for them is just absolutely amazing. One of the gentlemen that helps take care of us while we're down there, his name's Luis. And uh, Luis has become such a great friend. And he's a, he's a former police officer who still has a lot of clout in the area. And uh, he and his wife have a, a restaurant as well as some other business ventures there. But Luis takes an entire week from his work to serve us while we're down there. And Luis has become a very important part of the ministry in Honduras. Um, they, uh, we've helped build a church on Amapala Island. Uh, the church was actually started under just a, a shade tree. And now this last trip that we went on, we were able to help provide um, windows and doors to secure the building. Uh, we helped to texture the outside walls. On our first trip, we were able to put electricity into the church. Uh, I got to be a part of the, the group that that helped actually put in the, the electricity and the wiring and all the conduit and everything. And it's very different than what we do here, but it's very effective for them. Since our ministry has started down there with them and working with them, just on Amapala Island, there have been two more churches that have been started. And they're seeing a great growth of uh, church ministry on the island, and that's on top of all the villages that are that are being ministered as, to as well. Um, it's just amazing to see the constant growth and the consistency of ministry that occurs down there. And it challenges me that when we come back here, that we're about the same thing here. And that's uh, that's part of the, the business of going on some of these trips is that you go down there to help, but at the same time you're challenged because you see the things that you can be doing here at home that is just as beneficial. And that's that's the beauty of the body of Christ is that we're all working together to, to lift up the name of God and to let others know about what he's done for us. Well, Tim, we may have hit a uh, delay. I see your face looking at me, but I don't see your lips moving. So it's been like that for a few minutes here. So I'm gonna. I suspect that we've we've hit that delay. So, well, Tim, I appreciate you talking I to us think this we got evening. A delay. That's all right. Um, I'll bring up uh, th this one more time just to show that we've got the spaghetti um, fund Honduras spaghetti fundraiser this Sunday. Uh, we drive through only, donation based. And this goes towards a larger effort to help fund the Honduras um, 
fun, uh, Honduras mission trip, but also there are many elements of it that we'll be talking about over the next few weeks as well. And, and Thomas, also uh, out on our website, there's online giving. Oh, yes. The Honduras trip is out there. So, folks, if you're just sitting here in Troy or Bell County or something, you want to assist or say, hey, how can I get how can I help? Go to the First Baptist uh, Troy website, go to online giving, and there's a place there to get to the Honduras trip. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Tim, you can you can hang with us if you choose to. Um, and uh, or you can leave up to you. We're going to kind of go over a list of announcements here. And uh, if you if you see anything or if our, our mics catch up, great, good to go. Um, all right, let's get through and start here. Uh, right. Oh, and, and uh, speaking of, of fundraisers, there's also the um, sticker project, which isn't still you ongoing as well. Oh, let's see right. if he's back. Fantastic. All right. Um, all right. So we're going to continue on through here. Uh, so we got this, the vinyl sticker uh, project or fundraiser also relating to the Honduras project. Uh, this Saturday at 9 a.m., we're going to have Drayton McLean uh, talk to our, our Wayfinders boys. We've also invited a few, a few other scouting groups, uh, Trail Life and and related, to see if they'll come as well. And then plus some of the local groups in our area. So we'll see see what we get on turnout from there. It's kind of an, a, what do you call it, a low-key event. We're not wanting to make a big deal, but we do. it's to let him have a kind of talk to our, our dads and our boys about kind of his life as, as a Christian leader and and and. The challenges he's faced, especially in staying in in business, but also being a, being a Christian leader. Um, and then we also this last Sunday is the final call for the college care packages. Uh, no dogs allowed. We're looking at donations, granola bars, candy, chips, snacks, gift cards, school supplies, personal notes, so on and so forth. Uh, but like I said, this this coming week is the final final call for that. Um, Kirk, you can talk more on this if you'd like. We got April with stuffed animals for OCC. We still have what another two weeks, another week. What is, is this? The last Sunday, or is it the Sunday after next? Uh, this will be the last Sunday, I believe, coming up. But gotcha. Stuffed animals this month. Um, as we've talked about previously, we have this going on all year. This is a year-long project. Uh, I've talked about it. It's uh, something that is very. I'm very passionate about on Operation Christmas Child. Uh, one of my bucket lists is to actually get to go over to one of the countries uh, that these boxes go to and hand those out. Uh, uh, Lori and I have we'll continue to pray about that. And that opportunity, we believe, will open, uh, God willing, at some point in our lives. But uh, just collecting those, trying to get uh, uh, it's a way to reach kids who don't, as Tim's talked about at Honduras, they just don't have a lot. But it opens that door for us to present the gospel to them. And these kids, when they go home, it, a research shows that it touches 10 people. And then on top of that, it touches 10 people. It's a domino effect. And these people are hungry for the word of God. These kids are, it's just amazing. If you have a few moments, go out to YouTube and look at Operation Christmas Child, Samaritan's Purse. Some of those, they're like a couple of minutes long. They will touch your heart, and it'll make a grown man cry. Let me tell you that for sure. It's just amazing uh, what is going on and what God is doing. Our boxes this year went to Belize and Peru, and uh, I tell you, 
throughout this country, uh, uh, there is a lot going on in our world. Uh, so this gives us an opportunity to reach the kids, reach their families. Absolutely. And uh, we'll have more uh, coming up as next few months continue. We'll talk more and more and we'll have a, do you, are you able to share with us next month's donations? Uh, let me look that up. I didn't have it's, it in front of me. It's, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's considered a, we call it a tease. We'll just, it's a surprise. You got to watch to find out. No. Well, I will say this out on our website. It has each month that we are doing. Yeah. And one of the things I would say each month, pray about it, pray. Yeah. And, and again, it's out there on our website. If you want to give or donate, uh, we're glad uh, to have you assist on that. Absolutely. All right. We're going to kind of go through the round of nor- of, of our weekly events, and then we'll call, sign out. Or, or Kirk, if you don't mind, you can maybe pray us out at the end. Uh, starting this Sunday, you're, will you help lead our men's prayer meeting? It's 8.30 a.m. Sunday mornings up in the Fellowship Hall. Um, 9.30 a.m. small group Sunday school throughout the church 10 45 a.m is morning worship we're continuing um we are continuing our um uh sorry somebody sent me a message right as i was trying to read that our look at the christ in the old testament uh last week harlan talked about it and was able to tie it into easter which i thought was an awesome awesome way uh, 6 p.m is gonna be our evening worship um services and then Tuesdays, Moment of Truth, that's with Roy Carpenter at Owenoville Baptist. We've got Wayne Lott at uh, Grant Chapel, Harlan Haynes, Chris Cannon, and then I'm there for Comedic Relief. And then Wednesdays, we've got Ladies Crafting Through God's Word. Last yesterday, I want to say they did some paintings. Um, yeah, they, kid, did. they did. Ah, they were they were pretty. I mean, I kind Look of... Nice. Look nice. Guys, you know, men, we should start our own little, little crafting. I'm just throwing that out there. We'll talk about it. We'll think about it. Um, and then we've got um, a Team Kid at 5:45, Adult Bible Study at 6 p.m. Youth Hangout with, uh, uh, at later that evening. It's also I always like to plug. They have, usually have pizza. That's they do. We didn't have when I was <laughs> in youth. So, all right. Then we got Thursdays, uh, Ladies Bible Study. That's actually going on right now up at the church. And and Tim, your I believe Christy kind of helps run that with uh, with Kathy uh, Kathy Haynes. So that's going on right now. And then right now we're in church matters. We talk about matters of the church. And then I guess that's it. No more slides. So I can take that uh, from the from the thing here. Um, I, would, I would like ahead. to say if we had the on the men's program, it's really important, or it is at least in my eyes, that we pray. We pray about what's going on uh, in the country, in our lives, in our families, uh, in the church. Uh, in our schools. We just pray that up. And we really need men to step up and lead their families, godly men uh, to lead their families. And when we sit in there, we talk about a lot of different things, but it is a prayer uh, with men in that group. And and if you have a moment or if you have some time, I would personally invite you to come join us. When I've been there, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a time of fellowship. We, we talk a little bit and it's, it's just a fun, it's a fun, fun environment to be in uh positive and uplifting as well and i always plug i always like to talk about kirk here it's you know i've had some stuff going on with my health the past few weeks and kirk like clockwork will will check 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 in with me every every few days just to say how's everything going so that you know it's it's one thing to say oh yeah we'll pray about you and then not say anything but to pray about you keep checking on you i mean that's just i I may shed a tear but no it it means a lot when when people say that um well and thomas is really 
quite limped about it, so I really have to ask his wife about what's going on. I, just everybody knows. I'm told I do that. Don't mean to, but I'm told I do. And it, Tim sent us a text. Sent me a text. And let's see what that said here. I believe it was probably talking about the Honduras, uh, the Operation Christmas Child. Uh, well, let me pull it up on my phone. I'm trying to pull it up on my computer. It was saying he has seen the boxes in Honduras. So that's something that, that we can. Oh, nice. We can take to the bank that it goes it goes to places it actually gets to the kids because he's saying that with you to the delay he texted it so um anyway well, so that's what I was saying, here he goes we have seen the boxes wow that's amazing that's mm. amazing well kirk how about this how about you close us out in prayer if you're okay with that and we'll uh absolutely absolutely back next week Okay. Heavenly Father, we just bow before your throne. <laughs> Thank you for all you do, Father. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that lives with us, Father, guides and directs us. Father, I just thank you for this uh, church matters because we are the church. We, the people, are the church. There's, We are reaching out to folks to tell them we love them. We're here for them. We want to help them. We have a lot of things going on in our church that I personally know this church. The people is probably one of the most lovingest people I've ever been and had the opportunity to be involved in. I just uh, continue to pray for folks in our community, in our county, in our state, in our country. I just pray that we listen to your word, heed your word, meditate on your word, and Father, be the church and go out and touch others. Father, I pray for what we talked about tonight for our Honduras trip, Father. I thank you for Tim's love for you and love for these people and what he's doing. I thank you for Harlan and our Chris and Thomas and our church staff and getting behind these type of events that we uh, uh, feel led to do. And Father, I just uh, pray, pray, for guidance and direction. Pray for revival, Father. Pray that you will lead us, guide and care for us, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Kirk. We'll see you all next week. Thanks. Have a good evening. <laughs>